Do the Lakers have a secret weapon this season? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. We've got a little bit of a different show tonight. You know, obviously the last couple months and especially the last couple weeks, we've really been focusing on a lot of the big names here, a lot of the big Laker signings. We've been focusing, obviously, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, you know, Kent Bazemore, but... There's a particular signing that I think a lot of people are maybe looking over, and that's Kendrick Nunn. Now, I'm here with my co-host who feels very passionate about Kendrick Nunn. He's been doing some research, and if you you know my dad, when he does his research and he feels passionate about something, he really uh he really gets strong on it. And he's he wants to do this episode about Kendrick Nunn tonight. So I thought it was honestly the perfect time to do it because again, we've been talking about kind of the same guys over and over again, but Kendrick Nunn, could he be the Lakers' secret weapon, the dark horse in the NBA this season? Dad, let's give a little background to Kendrick Nunn. You know, Hannah, I don't think Laker fans know that much about Kendrick Nunn. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know that much. I remember him from a couple of years ago. I guess it was his rookie season. I wasn't even necessarily aware of that when the Lakers played the Miami Heat in the finals. And I remember watching Kendrick Nunn some in the playoffs and thinking to myself, this guy's this guy's pretty good. He looks pretty good. I didn't realize his story, Hannah. I think we have to go through it a little bit. First of all, he was undrafted, Okay. He went from an undrafted guy who played his first season in the G League and then his second season when he was actually in the NBA with Miami, it was considered his rookie season, he went from undrafted to first-team all-rookie selection and what people don't realize, I think, he was runner-up for rookie of the year behind Jean Morant and ahead of Zion Williamson. That's pretty, pretty good first year for a guy who was undrafted. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Yeah, and you know, it's pretty crazy because obviously when the Lakers signed Kendrick Nunn, I was excited about him, but I didn't know all these things that you just mentioned. And I think a lot of Laker fam listening didn't know as well. But after being informed about this, I'm pretty excited to see what he can do. I think this honestly could be an amazing, amazing signing. We gave him the mid-level exception. Like you said, a lot of players, a lot of people felt like he was worth way more than that. So I think particularly Kendrick Nunn is now becoming a fast favorite for me and a guy that I am most looking forward to seeing playing this season. Now, Dad, I want to talk a little bit about what his particular role with the Lakers could be because he's obviously a combo guard, can play the one or the two, but we just kind of assumed he was going to be coming off the bench as the backup point guard for Russell Westbrook. But now after the recent rumors and reports that the Lakers are looking to add another point guard with the remainder roster spots, we obviously haven't signed anyone, but there's been a ton of point guards linked to the Lakers like Isaiah Thomas, Patrick Beverly if he gets bought out, um, even maybe even Rajon Rondo if he gets bought out, maybe even Darren Paulson coming out of retirement. So if the Lakers do end up signing another point guard, do you think that means that Kendrick Nunn is maybe going to be playing more of that shooting guard for us? And if that's the case, do you think Kendrick Nunn could actually become our starting shooting guard? Hannah, I'm a little puzzled, to be honest with you. I, like you, thought that Kendrick Nunn was going to be the backup point guard. Uh, But now I'm not so sure. I mean, he's kind of got the point guard size to him. He's only like 6'2", so he's like the size of a point guard, but his game is more of a shooting guard game. I honestly am puzzled, Hannah, because I can't believe, remember, of 
everybody in the Lakers, other than the big three and THT who got his, you know, they had to pay to, to, to sign him. He's the only guy, I think, on the roster who's not on the veterans minimum. So they thought enough of him to give him the mid-level exception. That must mean sec- something. I mean, of all the guys, they only had the one mid-level exception and they gave it to him. And then C.J. McCollum comes out the other day and makes a splash. It, it made a lot of news where he said, he, he pointed out Kendrick Nunn, he said Miami really in bad faith tried to mess with him because they waited to the very last second to release him, thinking perhaps that there would be nobody left for him to sign with because everybody had signed the players. But I guess maybe Kendrick Nunn got the last laugh by joining the Lakers. Uh, But apparently, you know, at least C.J. McCollum, who's a pretty reputable source, thinks that Kendrick Nunn is worth a lot more than the mid-level exception. So Hannah, I don't know where the heck he's going to fit in, but I'm pretty intrigued, and I've got to believe the Lakers have plans for him. No, I mean, I completely agree with you. I think it's pretty clear to to say, and, you know, I think as more time goes by and we learn more about this guy, that it's pretty clear the Lakers definitely have a big plan for him and have big hopes for him. Now, I mean, Dad, if you're head coach Frank Vogel, you know, let's just say, let's just throw it out, a scenario out there. Let's just say that the Lakers pick up Isaiah Thomas because I don't particularly want it to happen, but I think it's kind of looking like it's most likely going to happen. I mean, he did work out with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James the other day. Um, it, it looks like maybe they're they're going to add Isaiah Thomas. But regardless, let's say they add another point guard. Do you think, I mean, then you take a look at our bench, we got a lot of guards on this team. So, you know, we have, regardless of how the, the starting five kind of plays out, we're going to either have... You know, as our as our backup shooting guards, potentially Kendrick Nunn, obviously Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington. We've got a ton of guys, THT. You know, we got a ton of guys who could potentially be that backup shooting guard. But do you think, if you're Frank Fogel, do you think it would be worth at least starting this season, giving Kendrick Nunn that, that starting nod at the two for us? Well, Hannah, look, um, I was surprised uh, a week or so ago when it became very, very clear the Lakers are focused on signing another point guard. Now... The fact that they haven't jumped for anybody leads me to conclude that they're waiting on the buyout market, okay? They're waiting on the buyout market to see who gets bought out, and they're not going to commit to anybody immediately. They're going to wait another two or three weeks maybe to see who gets bought out. And I I personally think that Rajon Rondo may be a guy that they've got uh, their eyes on. There are strong reports out of Atlanta where he was traded this summer from the Clippers uh, that, you know, he's going to be bought out. And, you know, they may be going in that direction. So uh, my conclusion is they may be penciling in Kent Bazemore to play more of the small forward position this year, the kind of wing defender position than guard. Because otherwise, to have seven guards on the team and really no nobody other than Carmelo Anthony at the at the small forward, I mean, maybe Trevor Ariza, I guess Carmelo Anthony they see playing the four now. So they're, they're pretty thin at the wing, you know, small forward position. I'm thinking maybe Kent Bazemore, who we've been thinking of as a shooting guard, is going to play that small forward, and that's why they're looking for another guard. But, you know, I think the guy who's going to be the starting shooting guard is the guy who can knock down three-point shots. Okay? Yeah. Now let's talk about THT. Where do you think he factors in? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I actually filmed a Laker hand video earlier today, and in one of my questions that I was asking – Laker fans uh, was who do they think 
should be in the starting five, along with LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook. And I was pretty shocked because I actually went to um, my friend plays in, it's called the Loop Basketball Academy at the Gary Grant Sports Center. So a lot of these guys, you know, play in the G League. They've played overseas. They're very, very knowledgeable Laker fans and very knowledgeable basketball fans in general. A lot of them felt that THT should actually get that starting shooting guard spot. I had never given much thought to it. Um, but their their consensus was that, you know, they think THT would be great because they want to give him as many minutes as possible because they feel like he has the potential and has a lot of promise and he's the Lakers' future, so they want to play him as much. They also think he's faster. He can keep up with Russell Westbrook. He's got a very dynamic game. He's got a very, you know, he's got a lot of, he can really do so much. He has so many different skills and so many different tools. They felt that he would be the best starter. Um, So I was kind of intrigued by that, Dad, because I mentioned it to you and you looked at me and said, yeah, but he's not a good enough three-point shooter. But what if THT now has improved that three-point shot. He's not a bad three-point shooter. What, I mean, what do you think? You're looking at me like I'm absolutely crazy. Well, I don't think so, Hannah, although admittedly some guys come back after the summer and they've restructured their game. THT's game up to this point in his career has been basically the same as Russell Westbrook and in some ways duplicative of LeBron James. He's a guy who likes to get to the rim. He attacks the basket. They don't need another guy like that in the starting lineup. The the guy who plays the two position in this starting lineup has got to be the best three-point shooter or certainly one of them. That's just the bottom line. That's the way it is. They they have to have, you know, with, with LeBron and Russell Westbrook attacking the basket, AD playing around the basket. If they play a center, he's going to be around the basket. They've got to have a knockdown three-point shooter. And at this stage, I don't think that's THT. Alrighty, I mean, we're just going to kind of have to wait and see. I mean, I had never thought about it, but a lot of these guys, and again, very, very knowledgeable basketball uh, fans and basketball players felt that THT was definitely the right guy for the job. But I mean, I tend to agree with you, Dad. I think when you're looking at the starting five, it's got to be our best three-point shooter out there to start at the shooting guard. So we're just going to kind of have to wait and see. But I think, you know, the development of Kendrick Nunn is going to be very interesting in what type of role he's going to end up playing for the Lakers because I think it's pretty apparent, it's becoming more and more clear as time goes on that he's going to have a much bigger role with this team. I think the Lakers really see him not only for this season, for the next year, but maybe just for their their future in general as one of their, you know, main players. Yeah, again, Hannah, uh, you may be right with that. I Looking into Kendrick Nunn's background, I, I again, I was stunned. You understand this guy, undrafted, came in second in the Rookie of the Year voting behind Jean Morant and ahead of Zion Williamson. And... You know, he was first team all NBA selection, all rookie NBA selection. I just don't know if there's ever been a guy like that. I just have to assume, and they paid him the mid-level money, I have to assume the Lakers see him, you know, as somebody they they want to play. They, they want to find minutes for him. And uh, now I think, I've, I've watched the highlights with him. I think he's very fast too. Again, I, I think that's part of his game is speed. So... You know, could he play that two position? I don't know, maybe. But again, one thing I know is whoever is that starting shooting guard in this lineup has to be a great three-point shooter. That's the bottom line. He's going to get a lot of looks. He's going to be expected to make those threes. And that's why I just don't think THT is going to qualify at this stage of his career. All right, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But, I mean, a lot could really unfold here. Like, this starting lineup, I think it's become pretty clear that it could really go so many different ways. And we have such a deep, such a talented team. We could really see just about 
anyone in there, you know, at some point in time. And I'm sure there will be multiple different lineup changes, of course, besides LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook. But I think that is going to be it for tonight's show. I want to hear from you, Laker fam, though. Let me know who do you want to see in the Lakers starting five. And also, let me know what you think about Kendrick Nunn. Were you just as surprised as, you know, my dad and I were to learn that, you know, he's actually a pretty, looks like he's going to be a pretty important player on this team. What are your expectations for Kendrick Nunn? Let me know. You can message me. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik, or of course, you can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.